0: i Brown and I am running for the mayoral office of the city of Detroit.
1: Please share your Detroit background and relationship to Detroit, your history of being a Detroiter.
0: OK, well, I'm a native of Detroit, born and raised in the city of Detroit, um, grew up. I actually grew up on all sides, east side, west side, Brightmoor, right outside of Hamtramck. i educated in the Detroit public school system from elementary to high school, I graduated from Persian high school. and. Um, and I've lived in Detroit pretty much all of my life. Um, I did leave the city at one point. Um, and then about seven years ago, I was led back to the city of Detroit. And so I've been here in October be seven years now. Um, I, I know the city. I've again, I am Detroit, born and raised in the city of Detroit, played in the city of Detroit, um, Enjoyed the recreation centers in the city of Detroit. My family is from Detroit as well, too. And so, yeah, I have deep ties to the city.
1: Tell the story of what led you to run for office. So,
0: um, so what led me to run for office? Well, let me say this. I've always uh, felt called to government. Um, never really worked in the area of government, but always felt a call to government. And um, when I came back to the city of Detroit, I, I literally was led to the city of Detroit. Me and my family was in the suburbs. We were looking to remain in the suburbs and had been out there for years. And, um and, I literally, every opportunity in the suburbs, the doors just kept shutting over and over and over again. And so it was real clear that we were to come back to the city. And so we moved back into the city of Detroit. And I knew at that time that there was purpose behind me coming back to the city of Detroit. And so one day, honestly, in prayer, I was just asking the Lord about um, why are we here? Why did you send my family back to the city of Detroit? And it was made so clear at that moment why I returned to the city. When I came to the city almost seven years ago, I did say at that time that I believe that I was sent here for city politics. Um, Didn't know what that was going to look like. Um, Had no interest in any particular area of politics, but that's what I felt that I was sent here for. And so last year in July, to be exact, I was just asking the Lord, you know, why are we here? Why did you lead us back to the city? I know there's purpose behind it. And then that's when my purpose was revealed. And so I'm doing this because uh, I truly believe that I'm called to the city of Detroit to lead the city as the mayor
1: of, of the city of Detroit. What is your understanding of the duties of the office you are running for?
0: Well, my understanding of the duties is, um, well, I know this. Uh, the mayor is the CEO of the city. And so um, and the mayor is responsible for all of the different city departments and and things of that sort to make sure things are ran in decency and order. Um, Ultimately, my goal is to support the city, to build the people of the city. I didn't mention when I first started out, but I am Kiwana Brown, the people's mayor. And so I just believe that our goal as a mayor, to sum it all up, my goal is to build the city and to build it by building the people first. When you add value to the people, the people in turn will turn around and build their city. And so that's my ultimate goal.
1: Are you familiar with and what is your position on the Detroiters Bill of Rights?
0: Okay, I'm familiar with it. Um. actually think it's wonderful. It's like our city's constitution. Um, I think it just, it, it, uh, It covers different areas when it comes down to the different citizens of Detroit. As we know that Detroit is a melting pot, although we are predominantly black, we do have all types of people that live here, all types of nationalities and ethnicities and things like that. And so it just covers to make sure that there's fairness um, and, and justice and equity across the board for all Detroiters and that we all have a good quality or access to a good quality of life.
1: What is your position on water shutoffs and water affordability in the city of Detroit?
0: Okay. So I believe that there should be a program or some funding set in place, whether it's from federal funding or uh, even different grants that we can propose or come up with to make sure that there's funding allocated that every citizen have water. Um, it's just a human right. We all, we actually have to have water in order to survive. And so everyone should have access to healthy, clean, safe water. And Um, even so my biggest, I want to say this, my biggest focus is empowering people, educating people. And so when it comes down to teaching people how to properly take care of their bills, um, a lot of times people just don't do because they really have not been taught. And so even in making sure that we have programs to make sure that water is affordable, we need to make sure that we're teaching people, especially those who do struggle with maintaining their bills and paying their bills. And so just making them aware, teaching them how to stay ahead of the game and then making it affordable for our low income families who do struggle most times with paying their water
1: what is your plan and position on abandoned properties like schools throughout the city of detroit owned by the land bank authority
0: okay so for those that need to be um those that are condemned we need to get rid of them get rid of them and rebuild um and then those that are salvageable that we go ahead and salvage those it can even repurpose those buildings as well too i was thinking about I'm sorry, I I was thinking about. um uh, what shelters I was thinking about homelessness and I know we'll get to that but even taking some of those buildings because most times our shelters are ran by different organizations and things like that but because the city has so many properties that's just sitting there and um, there's nothing being done with them I know I actually tried to get a couple of the city properties and so they're just sitting there and they're vacant and they're eyesores and they increase the blight in our communities that we repurpose those buildings some of them the schools need to be opened back up and used for schools um, but then we can also even use some of those buildings for shelter and things like that to bring some of the homeless people or to bring the homeless people off of the streets and just give them their basic uh, necessities, food, shelter, you know, clothing, things like that.
1: How would you enhance Detroit's neighborhoods and which neighborhoods would be your priority? Any specific one?
0: I have a, um, I call it, my. it's called Beauty for Blight. Um, our Beauty for Blight initiative. And just going through the city of Detroit, I posted something on my Instagram the other day and it showed the two faces of Detroit because there's two sides. Um, you have your suburbs of Detroit and then you have... Um, You know, you have Detroit, what we see in the media, you know, and so there's two faces to Detroit. And so going through and again, salvaging uh, the properties that need to be salvaged and then condemning or demolishing those that needs to be demolished, rebuilding our communities with affordable housing, affordable housing for our low income families. A lot of the properties that are being rebuilt in the city, a lot of the housing is astronomically high and a lot of our inner city people can't afford the housing. And so making sure that we have affordable housing, subsidy housing for our low income families families in the community, even Planting trees in a neighborhood, beautifying our neighborhood, bringing people out there, even teaching them how. Because, again, I believe that we have to empower the people. It's not good enough just to give people stuff, but you have to empower them so they know how to maintain what they have. You know, and so even getting them involved in landscaping and building up the neighborhoods together, putting up adequate street lights and lighting in the neighborhoods, increasing our community policing and police visibility and things like that. And also restoring recreation centers. I'm a product of recreation centers, and so restoring recreation centers in the neighborhood to give our youth something to do. So just revitalizing our communities by rebuilding them back up and making them uh, clean, safe and affordable.
1: What's your position on the repayment of residents who have been over assessed and overpaid property taxes? Yeah, <laughs> I need
0: to check into that myself to see if I can get some reassessment. But um, So we know about the money that's coming into the city through the, the rescue plan and things like that. I believe there should be monies allocated to make sure that people are recompensed. You got to recompense when you've done wrong to people. And so making sure that especially if people lost their homes due to not being able to afford the taxes. And so making sure that that money, those millions of dollars that are coming in the city, that we allocate funding from that uh, money to make sure that funds go to uh, those who've been, um, overtaxed in their homes.
1: What's your definition of police reform? Do you feel it's needed in Detroit? If so, in what ways? What is your position on facial recognition technology?
0: Police reform. Um, definitely. I think the city of Detroit needs a reformation across the board. Um, It just does in so many different areas. But because of the city of Detroit is known for its high crime rates, Um, out of the entire United States of America, there's almost 20,000 city towns and villages, 19,495 to be exact city towns and villages. Out of the 100 most violent cities, uh, the city of Detroit for the last two years, 2019 and 2020, has been number one. As one of the most, as the number one most violent city in the city, in the United States, out of the 100 most violent cities. And so we definitely need to reform our police, our policing making sure that there's adequate training, um, making sure that that's first and foremost, that we got adequate training. I think there needs to be a merger in the city. And when I say merger, that we're unifying our residents, the Detroiters, with the policing, especially with so much um, um, unrest around the rural with we know what's going on in the communities right now. And so in around our rural, even though we don't really deal with that so much in the city of Detroit, uh, but there's so much. A lot of people just do not have any trust when it comes down to our police, and they don't trust them. They don't. We, they don't feel safe. Uh, we feel like uh, that they're not here to serve us. And. In- our police officers are here to serve the citizens of the city of Detroit. And so it needs to be a merger between the two. We need to learn how to unify that the police show up in the neighborhoods and connect with the people. Um, and I don't know. I want to share this story real quick if I have time, too. I was pulled over not in the city of Detroit. I was actually in Hazel, Hazel Park, but it was right after the George Floyd killing. And my sons, I have two, I have actually a total of six. I didn't go into my, my, my my family and everything that we do, but I do. And if I can share it later, I will. But I have two small children. Um, I have a total of six and then two small, seven and 10 years old. My seven year old was terrified when we got pulled over by the police. He was terrified. He was so, he was so afraid not to tell him it's okay. Everything is okay. We're going to be okay. You know, and, um, And I wanted to roll down my window and ask the officer if he could just address my son and just to speak to him to make him feel comfortable and to let him know that his mother is not about to get killed because he was afraid of that. And then even after the incident, um the whole day he was thrown off. He even woke up the next morning talking about it. And so there needs to be a merger again where we can restore the trust in the community with our citizens. And I believe that if the, the police become first of all more visible and then coming through the communities and even just connecting with the citizens in the community. But we also need to make sure that we're that we're um that we are respectful to there have been so much dishonor and disrespect with the police officers and so it just again just a different awareness a different teaching um, starting even in the education systems bringing the police officers in the classroom again um, like they used to be and just addressing the the students and things like that building that unity between the officer and also the resident.
1: What do you see as the future of Detroit?
0: What do I see as the future of Detroit? I see a new Detroit rising. Um, I see a place where as a matter of fact, I believe that the city of Detroit is gonna become a world class city. I believe that we're gonna be a global city uh, where people will come from near and from far to see what we are doing in the city of Detroit. How did Detroit get turned around? Um, and I want to put this in here because uh, not only i'm the people am i the people's mayor but I'm coming to build the city god's way and it's by putting God first and adding value to people and you add value to people by helping to enrich your overall quality of life a lot of times you see people malfunction or um act erroneously because of Uh, they just need to know that they're cared for, that they are our priority, you know, that they are important and that we're going to do whatever we can do to make sure that we serve them well and that they're going to get a good quality of life in our city. And so I believe by putting God first and then taking care of the people, which is our asset, it's the city's asset. People are our most precious commodity. And when you take care of people and do right by people, make an investment in the citizens of Detroit, they in turn will make an investment in our city. And so I see hope restored in the city of Detroit. I see families rebuilt i see neighborhoods revived and i see lives transformed because we're going to start in the education system and begin to rebuild and begin to train our children in the way they should go so when they get older they won't depart but it just it takes you got to teach people people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge and so if we teach people a better way then i believe we'll see a different
1: detroit why should detroiters vote for you
0: well I say, why not vote for me? Again, I'm a native Detroiter. Uh, I was born and raised in the city of Detroit, educated in the Detroit school system. I understand the diff. I understand the importance of uh, 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 a need for change in the city of Detroit. Like I say, I am Detroit. I represent what Detroit. Everything that Detroit embodies, I represent it. Um, I almost lost my life in the city of Detroit after four years of graduation due to domestic violence, and so I understand the struggle. I grew up across the street from the projects. I understand the struggle, um, and I also understand the comeback because we are, I believe, in an upward trend right now. It can be better things can be a lot better but i i do believe that we are in an upward trend right now and so um but because again i identify with the woes of the city i understand you know the slighted education system i understand the blighted communities because i lived in it i grew up i remember as a kid house getting broken we lived right outside of brightmore and i was terrified a 10 year old terrified of being at home because our house got broken twice and so just understanding being able to empathize with the citizens of detroit and then also like i said i'm coming to to do it a way that has never been done before. And when you take care of people, when you put people first, then I believe by empowering the citizens and making an investment in our citizens, I believe that we're going to get a better city overall. Because those the citizens will in turn begin to invest into our our city. And so that's why I say, hey, vote for me. Why not? I mean, it's time for a change. And I'm looking to make history on November the second um, as Detroit's first female mayor.